Welcome to episode 121 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Just want to remind you guys out there that we are on patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And uh, just go on there, you know, sponsor us for as little as a dollar a month. It's just a dollar. It, it just, you know, charges your debit card or whatever once a month for a buck. Or we have different tiers depending on what kind of rewards you want. But uh, anyway, support us, support artists on patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And let's not forget about West Coast Wawa. This is yeah, our hashtag. That's let's been, not. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we said we wouldn't stop when we started, and uh, I really want to stop, but I don't want to be called a liar either. So <laughs> we're just going to keep this thing going. If if this is your first podcast you ever heard us, and you're not from the um, you're not from the East Coast, Wawa is like a, a gas station slash convenience store like 7-Eleven um, or AMPM, but much better. You can order subs. You can order them now on your phone. <clears throat> you get meatball subs. You even get, like, turkey stuff. You get soup. You get mac and cheese. Um, great coffee. So I'm from the East Coast, from Jersey, and I want it out here in California. So we tried to – we started this hashtag West Coast Wawa for Wawa to get so – to start noticing us, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. So, <laughs> so those of you that have – Listen to the last 52 podcasts and keep hearing this. Just fucking fast forward it if you have to. But <laughs> Or you could just start fucking hashtagging it so exactly. we can stop doing it. Yeah, just like, please just come out here so we can stop listening please to these assholes. Please do it so we can just stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I kind of feel the I same mean, way at this point. I'm not even like, even if Wawa does it, I don't think, I, I might be at a point where the subs don't taste as good as the fact that I get to stop doing this promo. Either that or you're like, you, yeah. you start like taking, just, you start just taking the, credit the, for them the being here. The, <laughs> the stop of the promo might taste better than their sandwiches right now. <laughs> you're like, I did it. I got him out here. They're like, who are you? <laughs> we like, just oh, decided you to, yeah, we just decided to come here. Not because of you. Uh, anyway, so this is our... Our, uh, I guess our second uh, Chew on This Gets Romantic. And we thought, you know, last time we did it, we looked at a bunch of, uh, you know, romance movies, geek or non-geek wise. And uh, while that was kind of interesting, <laughs> this is, we decided to, instead of just listing off a bunch of movies, because that's kind of boring, we decided to choose one movie that we're going to talk about um, and that is Can't Hardly Wait, which is coincidentally almost hitting its 20-year anniversary. In so, June. In, uh, yeah, in June. Um, who directed this thing? I can't remember. It was somebody uh, famous. It's two people. Two people. Okay. Um, I think it was like their di- directorial debut. And uh, but anyway, but there, there's, there's a bunch of facts about the movie that we can get into. But... Um, this was like a time of like during the nineties where they were playing a lot of these, uh, teenage rom-coms. Um, and you know, for the most part, they were kind of, you know, typical, uh, the way it began, the way it ended was really predictable and stuff like that, which this isn't a lot different than that, but well, all romantic comedies are somewhat predictable. Somewhat. Yeah. I mean, the only one that wasn't, that wasn't predictable, which I, this is why I actually liked it was uh, my best friend's wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't where, end up together. You know, they don't end up together and that was like, oh, cool. They didn't do the typical, you know, romantic comedy because I can't 
Other than that movie, I can't think of another movie that, in a romantic comedy, they didn't really end up together. Can you? No, just I, off the I top of your really. head, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a few out there, but I can't think of any very <laughs> famous ones where they didn't end up together. I mean, fuck, Richard Gere ended up with a prostitute, so like, <laughs> it yeah. happens all the fucking time, and right. um, so in that sense, they all of them are basically the same. Um, if there's a love story involved, well, a romantic comedy obviously does have it. They're always going to end up together. It just, it you just know it. But what makes the good ones good is the chemistry between the characters and, and a different kind of take on on it. Yeah, um, which which we'll totally get to in this movie when it comes to that. Um, so uh, <sighs> this movie is kind of interesting because it kind of. The way it's designed, it's in one setting through majority of the movie. You know, it's at a, it's at a house party, which coincidentally was there. The, these filmmakers' way of like being way more practical, saying like, "Hey, this was a lot easier shoot to just do it in one physical place versus doing it all over the place." Right. Um, so in that respect, it was easier, but it also kind of like it, it presents problems because there's so many times where the characters just leave the room and they're gone and, and people can't find each other, which is kind of ridiculous, you know, um, especially this day and well, age. That, it that's happen, actually, you know? well, <clears throat> yeah, I, I got to say, I've been to, I, I've been to college parties and frat parties and, and people just disappear. Parties. Well, in a house that big, if, if the house is as packed as that is, it's, it's really hard to find people. I don't think Jennifer I mean, Love Hewitt would be that hard to find, though. I don't know. Oh, well, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, in, yeah. in a party that big, I, I've been to house parties where there's a thousand people in a house. Holy and, crap! And it's not easy to find. So it's not as easy in your if you're in that situation. And I've been to house parties like way more packed than that. See, now you could do like find my phone, <laughs> like find. Well, yeah. Phone. I mean, now now it's like Call, text now it's them, over. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna get that problem. Like those two wouldn't be locked in the bathroom forever, right? <laughs> they just text somebody, "Come get me." <laughs> yeah, like I fucking locked in the bathroom, uh, blow drying my cock. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie's predicated on the fact that uh, these two people, what is it, Mike Dexter and Amanda Beckett, they they break up, and then the whole school knows about it. You know, and they're all going to this party, which I can't which number one problem for me was like if these two characters are like really popular and they break up, they both fucking go to the party. And I was like, why? Why would this girl go to the party when she knew full well that people would just be staring at her when she got there? Uh, uh, you know what? Like, <clears throat> I got to I got to say again, like, like I've been I've been to a graduation party where it was, you know, there's a lot of people there and. Everybody was there. I didn't even like uh, in that summer. Somebody be like, "Oh, were you at so and so's house?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was there." And I'm like, "I didn't even see you there." So, <laughs> yeah. Man. So, like again, it happen. It can happen. It can, ha especially a graduation party. Like that wasn't just a normal. Are you talking? That's not like college? American. Are you talking high school? High school. High school. Different. Okay. No, this is right. what I'm talking about. A high school party. I don't know so, what kind of high again, school party you went to. Like apparently 20, better than yours. People. <laughs> apparently yeah, better than yours. Where you knew everybody. Yeah, like <laughs> you probably. I don't know. You, from where you're from, you probably hung out at like a Denny's or some shit. <laughs> Which we did. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
So we actually had a graduation party. What was funny was everybody thought that somebody else was throwing a graduation party, so nobody did. And then my friend actually threw the one, and everybody went to it. Oh, man. So, That's terrible. So, But again, like I'm saying, like I, I was there, and I would talk to people over summer that I didn't even know were there that were actually there. So, so again, you can see like my, my you can see my connection to this movie where like things happen. I'm like, oh shit, that's happened to me before. Uh, so I have I have no clue then. So like, <laughs> like I, but I didn't I was I didn't get somebody like Amanda Beckett because if yeah. I did, I would never fucking left. I would have never left for college. There's no fucking way I get on that train. There's no way I get on that train. You're know, flushing my career down the tubes. Yeah, I'd be girl. like, I, I would just I'd be like, Dad, look. Like, <laughs> look at come her. on, look. As she's like asleep in bed, you're like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> you're stalking her. Pull, your drones pull back out, the sheets. Your drone's look. outside her window. <laughs> yeah. She's That's still in my bed. Version. Come take a look. <laughs> like, look, Dad, this is crazy. Like, I'm not going to get on this train. Yeah, I'll just, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll just go next year. For a year. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go next year. It'll be all right. Um, <laughs> like the, I, I'm winning right now. Everything's happening. So nothing have, is going to be get. Nothing's ever going to be better than this right now. I've peaked. Look. <laughs> um, I'm like, well, like I get a degree. Great, that's a piece of paper. Look what's sitting in my bed right now. I graduated. Yeah, <laughs> I've already graduated. Yeah, I made it. I made it. <laughs> Um, what was, so in this movie, like a lot of movies in the eighties and nineties would do that, like montage thing. They like do a freeze frame and then they explain (laughs) every character. Yeah. 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 And then like at the end, they do the same thing, like where they ended up and shit like that. So each character got some sort of introduction, you know, like Preston, he's like the main character. He's, you know, he's He's, the one that's Dutch. Yeah. 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 He's uh, in love with Amanda, and they do that little backstory where it shows the first time that he met her, and Dickhead didn't speak up, so like yeah. the, the jock, the jock ended up with her. Um, for four the, years, or four, yeah, three the, years, right? the entire years, high school years. career, which it's kind of hard to believe because once you meet her, you're like she's not the typical like I'm popular, you know, look at me, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bitch to everybody. Did you did you have that thing? You're a little bit older than me, but did you have a thing for General for Love Hewitt when she I, became I, popular? I, I kind of did, but the deal is though, is when I watched the movie, I <laughs> this is so weird. I watched the movie and I was like, why does she? Why does her hair look like that? Like, her, <laughs> she had the biggest fucking it's forehead. Very, it's very nineties, yeah. It's, it's very nineties, but at the very end of the film, when she goes to the train station, which we'll get to yeah. that, she looks super cute because her hair oh, is. Oh, by all the like, way, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't seen this fucking movie, yeah, you're, ten you're, minutes in, yeah. But at the very end of the movie, she looks super cute. Her hair is like all like up in a ponytail. Yeah, because or whatever, she can and, look. I, I I'm going to tell you right now. In the '90s, when she became popular, I was I that was like my number one on my celebrity list. I think like, Jessica Biel was mine. I have to say Jessica. That's Biel a good was one. Mine. I feel like she was like a little bit older, and like Jennifer Love Hewitt is actually one year younger than me, so she's right at my age. Yeah, Beale might be a little bit older than me, but I'm not sure. But Beale was like in a <laughs> in a in a wholesome show, but she would do like she kind of broke out of that and did Maxim. Like, 
sexy Maxwell. thing. Right. And Love Hewitt kind of just stayed wholesome. You know, didn't really. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, <laughs> I didn't care. She could say like, whatever she challenge. wanted to be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She wins no matter what. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting on that train no matter what. <laughs> so they did, uh, you know, they had the graduation. And did you ever, uh, did you toss your graduation cap into the air? Like when you graduated? Like toss it way up in the air? No, and, and this is this is how like this is the little this is the little Jewish boy in me because I, <laughs> I I remember how much the fucking gown and cap were, and I'm like I'm not tossing this back I'm not tossing it and losing it I'm like fuck this I'm like I want this forever so I didn't fucking toss it I I tossed mine two feet above my head so I could just catch it Oh, I, that's I just che- I, I feel like it was cheating. I, I, it was yeah, cheating. it was. I was like, I felt like if I'm if I'm if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do what you did. I'm either going to go balls out or nothing at all. Well, the I'm thing is, w- if I would have decorated mine, I would have tossed it way up in the air because then I'd be able to find. Then you could have find it, right? Right. But I did. I didn't do that. I just kind of threw it above my head, caught it, put it back on, said, "All right, I did it." Whatever. I didn't do any of that. In, <clears> I didn't do any of that in high school or college. I didn't toss it. I didn't decorate it. You know, like I didn't do any of that shit. In now, college. if I graduated now, like if oh, I did yeah. it now, I'd probably put like Rick and Morty on my fucking I, head I, or something. I ninja started someone's head that I didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> and then run. Uh, um, yeah, I would, I would probably write something like really weird, like a target, like there would be like a target sign and say P here as I'm like walking down the, <laughs> out, the aisle. It'd be pretty funny. Like just daring people to piss on my hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something really out there. Um, so they were introduced to Denise, which is Preston's friend. Uh, she's kind of right. like that stereotypical, like, I don't give a shit about it, the world or anything. Okay, so here's the care. thing. Here's how my <laughs> mind works, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, Jennifer Love Hewitt is the gold standard at this point for me, right? Right, right. A- at the same time, I'm looking at Denise and going redhead. <laughs> well, like and her attitude. I, I'm too, looking you- like way past. I'm looking way past Jamie Priestley in this movie. <laughs> well, it, Denise is kind of like. Well, Denise is kind of a female version of you, actually. Like she okay. just looks and at every- redheaded. Yeah, because she looks at everything and goes, "That's fucking stupid." You know, yeah. she, she sees through everybody and all the bullshit, you know, and she even tells Preston, look, you're acting like a little pansy ass. Like, go get the <laughs> fucking girl or fucking get, move on. You know, yeah, like, what's your problem? Exactly. And he spends majority of the movie. I want to punch him in the dick because <laughs> he just does nothing. He, he just wastes time talking. Well, here's a funny thing about this movie as I'm, I haven't seen this movie in years, but. I know you said you didn't like it. It was painful for you. And, and as, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, I rem- I'm remembering all these things that I forgot. And I'm getting <laughs> nostalgic over it. Like, especially the, the quotes in this movie are fucking hilarious. I used to, yeah. I used to, I used to use 90% of this movie in real life. Um, anyway, so at a certain point in this movie, Preston just fucking disappears. Yeah, it it starts to not become right in the middle of once once all the characters are introduced and their stories start going, Preston is gone, like, from it. Right. There's actually a point in time where Denise is in the movie way more than Preston is, and he's kind of like, quote-unquote, the lead. You know, and his is basically the least, most predictable part of this entire thing. And the least interesting. Yeah, he's the least interesting, and so is she, (laughs) um, unfortunately. As far as characters go, they're really not that great. Like, the shit that they do with Mike Dexter... 
between like him trying to get his friends to break up with his girlfriend, him realizing that he's a dumbass for breaking up with Amanda, and then he befriends the nerd and then goes back to being a dick. That's like that's yeah, it's that's a way more interesting. Arc. Yeah, it is. And then major. Denise and oh shit, what's Seth Green's? Uh, Ken- Kenny. Kenny, right? Denise and Kenny's relationship and character, uh, uh, arc or de- development. They gave him a call. backstory. They gave him, yeah. you know, yeah. There's there was so much more interesting <laughs> what they those two were doing. Uh, who else? Oh, um, the the then, nerd. Who was the and nerd? Then William William Lichter. William. Yeah. Yeah. He is the nerd, and like his story was great too. He ended up being like the fucking life of the party, making out with like seventy chicks in that night. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, right? But somehow doesn't have sex part. with any of them. I don't know how the fuck that happens because <laughs> he's still a literally have there's there's one there's one, there's that, there's one point where he's like uh, limp, lip syncing or singing um, "Welcome to the Jungle." Yeah, and one of the ch- one of the chicks hears a rumor that his dick is like twelve inches long, and all they do is ki- go to kiss him. That shit doesn't happen in real life. No, that's no. probably the most realistic, unrealistic thing in this entire movie. <laughs> that William doesn't blow, like he doesn't lose his virginity that night to like seven women. That's probably the most unrealistic thing because right. every chick wanted to, every chick wanted him so badly just to make out with him. No, those are fuck me eyes they were giving him. <laughs> he doesn't know though, man. He's, no, but he would, but would have. What would happen because it was the first time he ever like got drunk? He probably would have had like whiskey dick the entire night. <laughs> he didn't know. And would have like do. ruined his reputation in one night. <laughs> he um, coincidentally that uh, that actor that was the last movie that he ever did. Like he became oh, really? like a, yeah he became like a law professor. He was in a bunch oh, of shit. movies before that. Hook. Like he was in he was Hook. a Hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his big claim to fame. But this movie was the last movie he did. He's like a genius in real life. I guess really smart. So. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, Dexter, like you were saying before, was telling all his friends to dump their girlfriends before the party so they can go hook up with girls and whatnot. And I was like, and right, right, and right away I was like, that's a bad plan, man. I'm like, do it after the party. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, like, Where's you're... a breakup sex, you moron? <laughs> you're going to break up with Have you girls. even seen Amanda Beckett? Like, where the... <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you're going to break up with them, and then you're going to show up to the party only to see them while you're trying to hook up with other girls. That's dumb. That chick, Amanda <laughs> Beckett, is easily going to be the hottest chick at whatever college she goes to. Like, did know. you I even thought, open your I eyes? Thought, I thought Jamie Priestley was pretty hot, though. And I like she's Texan too. I like the accent. I had a, I had a thing. I had a thing with for Jennifer Love Hewitt. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was that was uh, <laughs> Jamie Priestley also before like plastic surgery. I think too. Yeah, yeah. She looks she looks super young. Yeah, um, she looks before, good in that. Before my name is Earl, right? Like it was like a few years before my name is right, Earl. right. <clears throat> um, um, let's see. This the other thing is like this this cast. Like you're talking about Jamie's, Jamie Priestley. Mm-hmm. This cast is ridiculous. Oh, there's so there's many. literally like, like a Hughes who of like mm-hmm. up and coming actors in this. You've basically seen somebody from this movie has been in a mo- like something you've seen later on that's very popular. Right. You know, you got like the person who played Denise. She was in Six Feet Under. Yep. Right. Jennifer Love Hewitt's been around forever. Jamie Priestley. Um, you even got uh, Jason Siegel in this movie. Yeah, for, he was the watermelon. He, God, I was I was really paying attention to him, and he had this watermelon that was like right. broken open, and he was stroking it up and down the middle of it the whole time he was right. talking. And I was like, "That's fucking weird. I never noticed yeah, that no. before." Um, oh, who else? Uh, there was fuck. the guy from um, 
uh, actually from, two people. There was two a guy from, from six feet under. Six feet under in here. Who was Eric, the other guy? Eric Balfour. Oh, you're right. He he was very like brief. Um, yeah, yeah. But then there some was the of Blair's guy, in this. There was the guy that was in Sliders and also. Um, oh, J- uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire uh, too. Jason, uh, Jason or Con- uh, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. That's what it was. Yeah, he was right. the the. He had graduated the year before. Or something At like this that. point in time, he was pretty popular actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Was a, Melissa was Joan a- Hart plays a cameo in this. Oh right, the uh, the teenage witch. Yeah. Jenna Elfman, Elfman before she I think blew up. Darman Greg. Darman Greg. Brecken Meyer, uh, the the dude from Scrubs. Who plays Zach Braff's friend? Um, he was in the right, band, right? Um, right. He was also in Clueless. Yep. Yeah. There was there was a lot of like cameos. Oh, speaking of the band, that was really funny because that little subplot where the band never you never hear them play. It was supposed right. to be their like their 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 grand finale or whatever it was they were going to do, and you never get to hear them play because they start arguing and shit. You know what's uh, really funny? Like when we were when I was before. Right after I finished watching the movie again, I started doing my other half of it, which is usually I take notes while I'm watching it, and then I go through like IMDb to see if I can find anything interesting. Uh-huh. So Dexter, Mike Dexter and, and Amanda Beckett, their groups, right, they don't have any names. They're group people, like the, the jocks that they're, he's trying to break up with their girlfriends and the actual girlfriends. Yeah, they don't have names in the movie. No, they're literally called Jock One, Jock Two, Girlfriend One, Girlfriend Two, Girlfriend Three. Like, there's no names for anybody here. It's fucking hilarious that <laughs> those guys, those guys who are kind of in a not a major plot, but like a big portion of this plot, um, which is basically like the aftermath of the breakup. They don't have any fucking names, and. <laughs> At all, it's and also also um, every person's group doesn't have a name. So so Dexter's group doesn't have a name. Uh, Lichter's group they're called uh, X File One, X File Two. They oh don't have God. names either. Oh, that's right? so funny. Um, Seth Green's character, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenny Fisher. His two guys that he goes to like the Seven Eleven with, they don't have names either. They're called. Homeboy one and Homeboy two. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! So every single one of the main characters, you know, Preston, their side, Amanda, their sidekicks, don't all have of names. their sidekicks don't have a fucking name at all. Oh my god, that's, that's funny. crazy. That's t- <laughs> I didn't know that. That's kind of usually cool. usually like it's it's a really really side character. You know, like if the main character gets pulled over by cop two cops it'll say cop one cop two and then right. if they have nothing to do with the storyline you know they're kept with no names and you know they're done but i've never seen a movie where major portions of the character's story they don't have names but everybody <laughs> outside of that like kind of has a name right yeah it's too funny well so speaking like so they start introducing all these characters little by little and you kind of get like some backstories like like I know with um, with William, he's like with his buddies, and they and he does like this like Back to the Future thing where he sets up this like this scenario, you know, this map of the house and all that stuff, and like we're gonna 
you know, jump Dexter here and we're going to like grab one of his friends. We're going to chloroform him that we made. They made chloroform <laughs> in science class and <clears throat> we're going to chloroform these guys and then take, take sexy, sexy pictures of them and, and then put them everywhere and get them in trouble or whatever. Right. And, um, which actually was kind of like, I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of, you know, not it's a bad, dark, not dude. a bad plan. It's dark. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. not a bad plan, but it's, that's kind of dark, dude. I, I think it's funny because when when he was about to uh, show them the map and everything, the, he he said, "You're going to be Boba Fett. You're going to be Grand Moff Tarkin." And they start arguing about who's going to be Boba <laughs> Fett because no, <laughs> nobody wants to be Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> right, who did so, he end up choosing for action well, figures? Well, he finally goes. He finally goes. Well, fine. He's like, let's just use Kiss dolls. So they oh, use right. like they use the Kiss dolls instead. That was hysterical. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. Everyone always wanted to be Boba Fett. No one wants to be Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> um, you're introduced to Kenny Fisher. He's like in the, you know, in the, in the, what do you call it, the convenience store with his buddies. He's like talking like he's a rapper. I love you know? Seth Green in this movie. I do, too. I absolutely I do love too. him in this movie. He's my favorite. He's my yeah. absolute favorite. Um, you see that guy that you see is the Shermanator in all the American Pie movies. He's like stealing shit throughout the whole movie. Like that's the Easter egg you see throughout the whole right, entire movie. Right. There's a couple of American Pie people in here, I think. Who else um, besides Shermanator? Oh god, I have to go back and look. I remember seeing it. I didn't write it down. Okay. Um, but there, there is somebody else in here that's from American Pie. Oh, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it Kumar? No, Harold. Yeah. It was Harold, I think. Harold might have no, been in it. I think I so. Think so. Um, anyway. But the funny thing that the thing that made me laugh was that, you know, he was a virgin and whatnot, but yet he acted like, you know, he was with the girls and all that. But he had this like backpack and he opened up the backpack and there was like all this like which is so beyond ridiculous. Like it was it was bad enough or or kind of uncomfortable enough to just have a condom in your wallet, let alone have this bag like full of like I don't know what was in that thing. It was like that's not even the worst. There was like all candles this and sex feathers toys and, and feathers. Right, but and, that's yeah. not even the worst part. Like there, there was even a Kama Sutra book in there. <laughs> yeah. the, the worst part is the fact that um, he didn't read that book before he went to the party. <laughs> like that's the one thing that I would have never ever fucking procrastinated. <laughs> Like, if there was a chance to have sex and I had to read a Kama Sutra book, I would read, I would have read that shit like two weeks ago. You would have just downloaded brushed porn. Up, like, I would, have memor- I would have memorized it. Now you just download porn. You know, well, yeah. You don't have to. But, have like, a book but the equivalent would be like I'm downloading porn on my phone while I'm about to, before I have sex. That's just dumb. <laughs> like, right before. Like, why would, you, why would you wait till the last minute for that? Like, he's literally like practicing then. <laughs> well yeah because did- uh yeah he's sitting there and there's that that really cute asian girl and she's like crying because she's like oh my boyfriend I, i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna you know screw the next person i talk to you know and 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 he turns he falls over and he's like hey baby and he's all and she's like oh he'll do and then he goes i need a minute and he takes off and i was like right. what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you idiot <laughs> right like that would never happen they'd be like no, let's like, go i would never like yeah i'd be like yeah hold on a second let me go read my book real quick i think this N- thing's never happened I, I think this thing goes in that thing <laughs> i think i can figure yeah. this out 
So, <laughs> so goes, fucking stupid. He goes up to the bathroom, starts practicing sex by all these sex positions. And then uh, Denise walks in and sees him and, and freaks out. And then the door gets locked and the doorknob gets pulled out. And then they can't get out. I was like, oh, Seth God, this Green is like a bad so many. <clears throat> Seth Green has so many quotable lines in this movie. Like, I love I love the part. I love the part where his two homeboys, because that's what they call him in the in IMDb, homeboy one and homeboy two. <laughs> right when he gets to the party, remember, he starts, like, trying to uh, get with a girl, right? And he's, he's about to go again, and the two guys come over. And they start questioning him, and they start making fun of him. And he goes, <laughs> why you got to waste my flavor? Damn! <laughs> I remember that. And I just love that line. I, we loved it so much in, co- like, in college that like we used to, you know, whoever was getting drinks, you know, uh-huh. and they'd be like, hey, how's it going? And we would just like randomly shout out that line like, just because we thought it was funny. Like, hey, did you get laid? And then we would just say that line. <laughs> they call him gay, and he's just like, you asshole. He's like, that's the fragrance of love. Scent of candle, bitch. Damn. He kept saying damn at the end of everything. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of uh, he had a lot of quotable lines. And the way he, like, his delivery was just, was awesome. You know, you were kind of annoyed because you're like, dude, you're white. What are you doing? And like, cause <laughs> Well, the, that's what she says that. Yeah, and she actually says it. And you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm not the I'm not the only one, you know, that thinks this is ridiculous. Oh, you know what was really funny too? <laughs> I don't know if you laughed at this line, but like the same thing with like the like the, this is the part that's really kind of funny because this would actually happen. Um, but they're on top. The two the two guys are the two nerds are on top of the roof of the garage, mm-hmm. and they're they're playing Star Wars with their flashlights. Who every Star Wars fan has always done. Oh yeah, doesn't matter. You've always done it. I still do it. So right after he pretends to cut off Luke's hand, the guy who's playing Luke shoves the other guy. Uh-huh. And he goes, Luke doesn't push Vader. And he goes, well, he should have. He cut off his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I, fucking, I remember the first time I saw that, <laughs> I just started laughing my ass off. It's so fucking funny. He that he should have yeah. shoved Vader because he like cut he off should've. his hand. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, what it, someone said in the in the movie, um, I'm harnessing my chi, and it immediately right? made me think of Iron Fist. <laughs> when, like, oh, when was that said? Someone says that he's like he's like he's like I'm harnessing my chi. I don't remember who that was. was that Somebody Seth said Green? it. It might have been Kenny that said it, but I started laughing hard because <laughs> it made me think of Iron Fist. And, uh, the, well, that's the, inadvertently funny in the future. That would have had no reference. No, like back then, you're just like, what, whatever. But when he said that, I just that really freaking cracked me up. But every time that Amanda Beckett walks into a room, she looks she looks confused and looks like like I don't I don't know. She just like kind of enters the room and she tilts her head <laughs> and she her eyes are all like totally vapid and like you can see right through her kind of thing. And no expression or anything on her face. It's really bizarre. And, um, you know, not like any kind of like, you know, walk in and you're smiling or you're like, hey, what's up? You know, just she doesn't look like she belongs there, you know. Um, well, she's wearing something that stands out. Oh, yeah. That tight not because she's like wearing something. Well, not because she's wearing tank top. Yeah, but like that blue just stands out at a party. Yeah. 
but it's like her it's just her expression on her face like throughout the whole movie she has this expression and then when she'd get a little upset she would just turn and leave the room like every time just like turn around and leave the room she'd be gone for like well that's what i mean like forever her and her and uh what the fuck is his name i just Preston. forgot his name Preston. Preston, yeah, they don't they don't have like a big you know you already know what's going to happen with them too. The whole thing with Jenna Elfman was kind of funny uh, because I came out of left field, you know, because you always knew at some point in time they were going to end up together, right? Like it, that's yeah. always the romantic comedy formula. You know, these two main characters because they got top billing on the fucking poster. These two characters are going to end up somehow. So what's going to end up happening? Either they have they're not there at this point, but they kind of know, right? Or something makes them understand that. Then some. Then some kind of fucking stupid miscommunication and shit happens, right? Which happens here, mm-hmm. and then there's a resolve, and then they end up together. That's the romantic comedy formula, right there. You just got to figure out how to fuck to put them all together, right? So there, other than the Jenna Elfman angel stripper thing, which was pretty funny, the note, yeah, the, like. The note. Um, there's no, you already know that she's going to find the note somehow, which I thought that was kind of cool how they got the note out of the garage. I mean, garbage. The garbage, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart um, was grabbing her yearbook and it like came out and then they and, stepped uh, on it. Yeah. And you just knew that they were going to end up together at the end of the movie no matter what. It just, you just knew it was going to happen. But see, like compared to a lot of other rom-coms though, this one to me at the end was... When we get to it, it was really just really unbelievable to me. I I didn't. <laughs> it really was. So so anyway, um, so we're introduced to Amanda and, and we're introduced to her friends, and uh, which we talked about earlier. And again, like when I saw her talking to her friends, I was like, why is she friends with these people? Like these, they have nothing in common. Yeah, you know, um, these are all like just you know girls that are just I don't know the typical girls that just cared about looks and they were popular and they just cared about whatever um and and then she just seemed different um but actually didn't end up really being that much different because for some reason and this is another thing that irked me was she had no ambition to go to college or to do anything and preston is like so in love with this girl but yet she doesn't know what she wants to do. She's just kind of just floating around. Her identity is like locked into the, the boyfriend and the and the friends. And like well, she, she doesn't from, think for she herself. Literally, she literally goes from one boyfriend to another. Right. Oh yeah, there's then, that too. Like she says like she's trying to figure herself out in that speech before her cousin kisses her. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So she's like she literally says like, you know, if I'm you know, I was afraid of being alone. I was afraid of this. I was afraid, like, I, I, all I was ever known for was being Mike Dexter's girlfriend. Right. You know? So I'm thinking, okay, that's that's a good that's a good starting point to finally trying to figure out who you are, right? And then you read this gushing love letter, and then, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not afraid of being alone anymore because I found this other guy. It's like Frozen. <laughs> it's like the same shit. Um, right. Yeah, so, I, you know... That whole cre- the cousin creeping on her was really creepy. But even though he was having like, said all of that about her character, I'm still not getting on that fucking train. <laughs> I'm not getting on that train. I'm like I don't care if you don't have a character arc. <laughs> if I get to wake up next to you, I don't give a shit if you are afraid of being I don't, alone. 
I really, after watching this years and years later, I do not like Preston. I don't like that guy. I'm like, I don't think he deserves her. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Like when yeah. you first watched the movie, I was like, oh, I hope they end up together, you know. And because he's and, supposed to play that sweet kid, yeah, like that now sweet I'm, like '80s, you know, protagonist that ends up with the girl at the end. But, but now he's I'm not, watching, he, there's not much to do. No, now I'm watching it going exactly. I'm like, you are the most like vapid character in this thing, and you and plus you're like going off to this major league college. You actually have this like internship that you're going to. Like, wait, like good shit's happening to you, and all you care about is this girl that you had a crush on for four years. Who doesn't have any kind of future? She doesn't know. She doesn't know shit. And you're like, you're just wasting your time. And then instead of like, you know, actually talking to her or whatever, he just he fucks around. And then you know loses the opportunity until the very end when he finally does get to talk to her. So many people had hit on her by the time he went to talk to her. She's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" I thought that was funny. I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's good. that's that's good writing." I was like, "Oh, that's good." Well, um, I like the guy who comes out the press. He's like, hey, thanks, man. That was the funniest shit I've seen all night. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Like if it couldn't get any worse, that guy's actually thanking you for your misery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who else is in this? Is uh, Selma Blair. I forgot about that. No, oh, yeah, I said too, that like, really, Yeah, really, really short. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really, really short. But yeah, there, again, there's it's like a who's who of of, so, of people in here. So did you did you and your uh, partner, uh, your uh, band partner Kenny, did you guys ever fight about like wearing the band name on your shirt? <laughs> no, no. I mean, what the fuck was that all about? Like well, they're about they're well, about the to guy play. Was, the guy was the lead singer was right. You don't fucking wear you don't <laughs> wear the name of your band. Like that would never happen. Me and Kenny. If we had T-shirts made, we wouldn't be the ones wearing them. But, like, they're about to play, and he turns around and sees them, and he's like, ho, ho, ho. And then he, like, get this huge argument about it. And then Well, that would never – I can tell you right now, <laughs> that would never happen no. with me and Kenny. We, we would never but, have – again, if we had shirts made, we wouldn't wear them on stage because you even don't if wear you did, your fucking like, band name on like, stage. Like, even if he did, though, you wouldn't turn around and stop the concert. You're like, I'm not – I'm not playing with you until you take that shirt off. And then he's like, I'm not playing with you until you take that hat off. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I, I the, <laughs> the, the, the thought of, here's the thing. The thought of wearing your own, it's not like professional sports or sports in general or high school. Like when you're yeah, a musician, when yeah. you're an actual musician, like you don't wear the name of your band. Like the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can never see like a fifties, like, black and white picture of the Beatles wearing a shirt that says the Beatles. Like it doesn't, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't. So in that sense, like I can't even fathom having that argument because nobody would fucking do it. No, unless you were trying to be like, unless you were trying to be like ironic or whatever. And you're a punk rocker or some shit that wants to make a statement about like norms. But still, you don't do it. Find, find me I mean, a band that has the name on their sh- shirt on stage like, while they're performing. Like, you live in Sacramento, so you don't walk around with a Sacramento shirt either. You know, you don't like I don't no, wear. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't wear ready, you know, ready shirts. But uh, yeah, anything else, the shirt makes sense. But they fight and they and they stop playing based on, you know, <laughs> he's wearing his band name shirt. So anyway, I just thought that was really funny. Like the guy, know, the lead singer is also he the uh, freaking Meyer. Yeah, he's in. Well, he's in the USA show right now, but he was also in that other movie with uh, Stifler, 
uh, Road Trip. Oh, right. Yeah, he was the lead in that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. So, that was, that's a good. Film. <laughs> he fucking he pulls a uh, he pulls a uh, a storm Halle Berry in this because when he <laughs> says, "Would you all like a love burger?" He says it like in a British accent, and then you don't hear it again. Right, like it's gone. <laughs> 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 so he pulls a Halle Berry. Right. Oh, right. or like a or like <clears throat> Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, right, Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. So yeah, that creepy cousin. You know, hits on her, and she what? Well, she's like that guy. Cousin. Looks like the guy who he looks like a molester. He well, he well, yeah. I was gonna say he looks like the guy who did um, Girls Gone Wild. Oh yeah, he does look like the guy. The right, the, the he guy does that look runs like him, it. Right, yeah, yeah, the guy that runs it. The guy who got sued for fucking molesting people or whatever. Well, yeah, because yeah. they were underage. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, yeah, kind of makes sense there, I guess. <laughs> So um, anyway, the, the the there's a whole sequence where the note gets passed all all over the place till it finally lands in front of Amanda. But you know, we we get finally get back to Preston, and he's like just kind of sitting there. Was he sitting in his car, or he's listening to the radio, and it's yeah. talking about Barry Manilow and all that stuff? And First he, of all, what fucking high school kid is listening to a station that actually pays tribute to fucking Barry Manilow? <laughs> I don't know. What high school kid is listening to this shit? That's why you're not fucking with Amanda. Cobo you listen to Cabana. fucking Barry Manilow station. <laughs> you listen to a station that plays Barry Manilow, and you're in fucking high school, and you wonder why America, Amanda Beckett doesn't pay attention to you. <laughs> it's like... It's like listening to Yanni right now or something like that. or like. Well, uh, or you're listening to a station that actually plays fucking Yanni all the time <laughs> and actually has a tribute night for him. <laughs> and then you wonder why you're a virgin. And then, but do you, it was it was really weird to see um, him actually like going to a payphone because like payphones are, don't exist really much <laughs> Right. Anymore. He would just use his cell phone now. <clears throat> right. So he like goes to the payphone. Oh, we stopped. I just got an idea for a fucking podcast episode. Okay. Shit that would, like, you watch, like, older movies. I don't know what we would call it. But, like, you try to think of every movie that would have gotten solved in, like, five minutes had cell phones existed. <laughs> that shit won't happen anymore. Like, Die Hard. <laughs> Credits. He just makes a yeah. phone call on the cell phone. He just fucking calls on his cell phone. <laughs> Game Done. <over. laughs> That's it. Let me FaceTime everybody. <laughs> Let me just FaceTime this shit. Look, this is what they look like. This is what they sound like. Oh my god! I'm yeah, FaceTiming so this shit in 4K. How could you not fucking identify these guys already? <laughs> that's so true. Um, so we. Uh, oh my god. Um, what was oh? Are you so about, are so, you thinking about Die Hard now? I was. I was. I was like, oh my god, that's so true. We could end so many movies within five minutes. Uh, not this movie, apparently. He's got. A, I got. A, I got to fucking call Barry Manilow on the payphone. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he goes to call Barry Manilow, and that stripper chick is just like, hey, I need to use the phone, and he's like, hold on, I'm on the phone, and he starts talking to the radio station. She hangs right. up. She hangs up, and I'm sitting there going like, so what? You lost the quarter, like just get another quarter, you know, but he doesn't have any more. And then she makes her call and you find out she's like this like stripper who just came back from a party and had an awful time and her car won't start and all this bullshit. And he starts telling his thing. And what was funny is after she listens to him, she, the cab comes and she turns around and goes like, you know, hey, if you want to be with Barry Manilow, fucking do it, man. It's okay. And he's like, no, I'm not gay. <laughs> and she's like, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> teachers don't like. 
like the whole thing just kind of went over her head. You know, she thought that right. that he was in love with Barry Manila. It was so funny. But, uh, of course, whatever, whatever advice that she gives him, you know, of course, it's coming from a stripper. He's like, I got to go back and talk to her. I got to go get the girl, you know. Right. Um, so that kind of segues into William being drunk and and uh, singing Paradise City or was it Paradise City or Welcome to the Jungle or yeah. whatever? No, it's Paradise City. So I, I read somewhere that actually that was supposed to be Panama by Van Halen and oh. uh, they couldn't get the rights to it. So to, that Paradise City was way better. Oh, totally way better. And plus everybody it was like, in the theater it was in their was singing time frame it. too. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody in the theater was singing it. Everybody I remember that pretty well. Um and then years later, like what, in Superbad, they got Panama. Uh in the oh, movie. Right. Um and that was done because uh what's his name? Bill Hader started singing it. And so they just overlaid the music. They're like, oh, shit, it's already in the movie. we got to buy the, buy the rights to this thing. So it was kind of funny. But um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he's like lip singing and all the girls are just like going crazy over him. And they like drag him into the, you know, into the closet. It's like all those girls were dragging him in there to kiss him and shit. And I was like, oh, man, this guy's no going to get laid. Like nope. I said, no sex. Nope. Nope. No sex. They had to keep the thing PG-13. So they, they took a lot of stuff out of the movie. Like little snippet, little things that would have added up to a rated R, they had to take out. So, well, we'll find out in a year that they should have done that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like a totally. year after this movie, we get American Pie. Yep, yep. Who just kind of blew the doors off all that shit? Like that generation's yeah. Porkies, you know? Um, oh, that's so much better than Porkies, though. Oh, it is, it is. But that shower scene in Porkies is pretty freaking funny and pretty awesome. It is. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty funny, and it would never take place in a movie today. In this, no, age. no, no, it's like that got like <laughs> that movie would get so killed, like on Twitter, that it would never even get released. No, which is like, weird. Knowing because... knowing that somebody like <laughs> thought it was funny to put in a movie that it was sexual assault by sticking his dick through a hole in the shower. <laughs> There's oh, no yeah. fucking way that movie that gets would not released. happen. Yet, yet you could put you know a sperm in someone's hair as hair gel. You could do that, but you can't. Well, that was <laughs> you can't do that, that. That was more of a misunderstanding of what Joe was. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> it's not like he walked in and like she walked in and he shot it in her hair. It was stuck on his ear. Yeah, that was That's, horrible. Oh, he's God. Like, you know because you could argue that away. It's like, well. She thought it was gel. I just didn't want to correct her. I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really assault her. <laughs> she thought it was gel. She willingly took it. Oh my god. Um oh it's so funny when uh William, you know, sees Dexter crying and all that stuff. He he tells him <laughs> I love, I love What did he part. say? He's like dude, he's like, Come on, man. He's like there's two chicks out there, man. They're triplets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like so hammered. And they and they and they, and they, wanna, <laughs> and they want they want you to watch them. Let's go watch them. Let's go watch them. I love the part where he turns he turns around. He's like, I broke up with the hottest chick. You know, I'm, everybody thinks I'm a loser, and somebody in there called me a fag. <laughs> That's right. They yelled it out. And he's like, oh, like, it looks like he's going to cry. The fact that he's like, why? And he's like, somebody in there called me a fag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And man. he starts crying on his shoulders, and William's like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> this is oh. not, I am not okay with this. See, the other the other question I had for you is why, once Amanda had the note, what took her so, why did she wait to the last minute to look him up in the yearbook? Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's, 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 <laughs> as I watch it, like, later on, right? Like, all I cared about in this movie when I was watching it younger around this age was, Holy shit, dude. That guy's going to get to make out with Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> right? So I now that I'm watching you. it now, yeah, right, exactly. I hate you, Dutch. Right? <laughs> Which is funny because his name's not even Dutch in that movie. It's no. fucking Ed O'Neill's Dutch. Right. Anyway, so, <laughs> so now that I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking like, wow, Amanda Beckett is fucking shallow. And here's – so that, that yep. scene where she's telling her cousin, like, I just wanted to be something different and something more – and, like, you know, I just didn't fit in. She ends up being just like them because this, because you get, you find out from that, from that, like, uh, hippie chick who's cutting the, the plastic mm-hmm. that it would be typical that Amanda Beckett wouldn't know who Preston was that sat next to her, like, for three straight years. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. I'm like, you both of you don't deserve each other. <laughs> they don't. You shallow, shallow bitch. <laughs> I just want to be different. No, Dude, you're not you, different. You, like, you're like everybody it's, it's else. One thing, it's one thing like for me, like I, I forget half the people, more than half the people I went to high school with, right? But this is like 20 years later. That dude sat next, like it just, it, it just, well, there, that's a graduation party, which means like you have sat next to that kid for three straight years. <laughs> And only you, yeah. now, and only now would it have not happened. That would have mean by the time, like that night, I would have not remembered anybody in high school like I do now, which would have never <laughs> fucking happened. Unless you like, there's so nobody. You, for, you drink so much you forget. Yeah, but there's nobody in that high school at that point in time, just graduating, could have came up to me and said, "Hey, we were in the same class together," and I would have been like, "Who are you?" That would have never <laughs> fucking happened. No, because that's well, how shallow she is. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I'm a teacher, and and most of the kids, after a while, they get to know each other because in the beginning, you have to call out their names. Number one for role and after a while you just everyone knows everybody and then um but you're talking three four straight years that doesn't make any sense that means no you really didn't give a she's shit either, <laughs> she's either in, she's either incredibly shallow or incredibly dumb it's one <laughs> or the other either way she doesn't come out of the tunnel looking good right it doesn't matter and either way he really needs to move on he really needs to go off to college, and yeah, that dude's gonna—he's a—he's gonna be a writer, right? Yeah, he's going to so prestigious he's gonna college. Be famous, rich, somebody maybe better looking than Jennifer Love Hewitt, not yeah. as shallow as or Amanda <laughs> Beckett, not as shallow as Amanda Beckett. Someone to remember him in class. Yeah, somebody's gonna remember that. Remember you if you sat. If I if I went to the doctors every month, one day a month, and I sat next to the same person every fucking time. For an entire year, so that means I only saw him twelve times. I would remember who that person is, and I'm just talking once a month. How the fuck do you sit next to this guy for three straight years every single fucking day in school and not remember this guy, like what he <laughs> looks like? How is that possible? Yeah, it's just not possible. I, I just can't imagine it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, man. <laughs> like I said, she's either stupid. Or she's like really that shallow. I don't know. So. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So speaking of that scene with um, with uh, William and and Mike Dexter, remember there he's playing the piano and he oh, gets yeah. up, sits next to him. He's like, "Hey, remember that time that you had to make that speech in front of everybody, and I kind of sort of tripped you, and everybody was laughing at you." He's like, "Yeah." He's like. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he's like, that was this morning. He's like, he's like, when did that happen again? He's like, oh, that was this morning at graduation. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking tripped him at graduation. <laughs> that was so I, stupid. I, I know it's, I know like Mike Dexter's the, like the dickhead in this movie, <clears throat> but that's fucking hilarious. hilarious. That he did it even on the last day that everybody would see this kid. <laughs> like, could you imagine? <laughs> Dexter makes your life a living hell for four straight fucking years, and you're finally gonna, you know, gonna be like the valedictorian. All eyes are on you, and this dude still fucks with you somehow. Still ruins your big day. Like that's that's hilariously like shitty. That's, I mean, that's scary. That will scar you for life, man. I mean, it's not. I mean, Jesus. Like he here's shows the, up, and he, here's the second worst part. Dexter has fucked with him so much that he didn't remember that it was that morning. <laughs> he doesn't even remember that it happened less than 12 hours ago. <laughs> like, that's how little, that's how little William matters to Dexter right. that he didn't even know that he fucked with him 12 hours earlier. <laughs> At graduation. Uh, oh, man, that's hilarious. So we're at the point where... Um, Let's see. Uh, well, a couple things happen. Big plots. So, like, uh, William, like, the police come, and everyone's, like, dispersing, and, like, um, William and Dexter, they take off, and then the two nerds jump on him in chloroform. And I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, wait, you don't recognize William? Like, they didn't recognize him until after they took the picture. So they're like, oh, shit, that's William. And then they just fucking take off. I was like, that's, uh, oh, my God, dude. What kind like, of fucking friends are you? That's why yeah. you don't have names. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, and they take off, and I was like, "Oh wow!" And then you, and then you like switch over to like Kenny with with Denise, and Kenny is like an asshole, you know. <laughs> he says the most dickish thing ever. I he's, know. And, he's what like, does he well, say? He says uh, he's like, it's not like you don't like it's. Uh, what is it? It's you don't like, like you my can't. flavor, or, you or can't. something like that? Something weird? Yeah. What the fuck does he say? I'm oh, I like, can't help it. I can't help it if you like the flavor. Right, right. If you didn't like the flavor or whatever, and I, I was like, "Well, I mean, to be to defend him a little bit, she kind of like you can't say something yeah. like, you know, hey, it gets better after this.' It's like, well, wait a minute, you'll you, last longer. <laughs> yeah, you fucking like, bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yeah, you don't say that. You don't say shit yeah. like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's so, first time and you shit all over him. Oh yeah, you that's fucking not... knew it too. You knew it was his first time and you say <laughs> yeah. it'll last longer. <laughs> you bitch. Oh man, yeah, you're supposed to be a little bit more supportive than that. Then you go talk to your girlfriends and go, "Oh man, it sucked." You know, it was terrible, <laughs> but not for the poor guy. I mean, not right after it's happened. Like, wait <laughs> right, a day. Right. Give him 24 fucking hours. Like, I mean, she could have it been worse if she's like, right when he puts it in, she's like, are you in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I know? guess that could have been worse. Yeah. I've been in for like five minutes. <laughs> I've, 
I've been done. <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. So I know because I literally, I, I literally wrote at the end of this thing. I went, what is so fucking special about Amanda really? Like what is such a big deal? She looks her. like Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's exactly, the exactly. The first time he sees her, it's all about the looks. It's like her boobs entered the room before she did. It's like <laughs> it's like that's what he focused on, and then he couldn't, and then he didn't get her, and then he wrote her this like creepy love letter. Like why, why? Like that's a love letter is something you would write to somebody if you got to know them and you were friends for a long time, and then you wanted to express your feelings. But oh, he just, dude. He just now, writes now we're it. like, how how long are we into this podcast? Forty minutes? <laughs> An hour? How long are we? <laughs> An hour? Fuck. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking. <laughs> so listen to this. As okay. I as we're reviewing this movie, and you're talking about all that shit, my mind started wandering. I can't. I don't know why. Well, you know why. But yep. um, I'm thinking, like, you know, what would have been a better movie to do would have been um, just friends. Oh, yeah, that would have been a great rock. <laughs> There's so many great one-liners in that. So, welcome to episode 121. We are going to be doing... <laughs> <coughs> we'll have to save that for next time. Yeah. You know, we, don't, uh, we don't have to do a, a Valentine's... I mean, we could do a romantic episode anytime we want to. This just happens to be like, you know, Valentine's Day. But, I mean, but also, you know, Black Panther's coming out, so we can't actually do, you know, the Valentine's Day episode then. So... You're getting it a little bit early, but <clears throat> so you're getting this deal with it. Actually, not too you'll much earlier. Oh, wait, two days to early. Wait. You get you'll two have days to early. wait till next year for just friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to remember it. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll be on to something else. But anyway, so like everything kind of culminates to the end, where like all the the plots get kind of wrapped up. You know, Denise and Kenny actually end up. You know, together, sort of. Twice. Twice. Um, because they, they break up, like, after the still shot. Right. And then they hook up in the bathroom again, is what it says. You know, they do they this montage together, thing. Yeah. yeah, they tell where all the characters are going. Like, Mike Dexter just shits on William one more time. And then it tells his backstory, his story where, like, I guess he loses his scholarship because he drinks too much and then ends up working in a car wash or some shit. But he gets fired. And then he gets fired after, from the car wash. After the Polaroids surface. <laughs> oh, right. The Polaroids. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh, for all you young kids out there that are listening to this podcast, Polaroids. Well, actually, Polaroids are back now. <laughs> They're back, yeah. Yeah. That's w- well, I, why would it be back, You're about to give right? him a Polaroid yeah. lesson. Like <laughs> More these, like pay- you should give him payphone lessons. You know? It was just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. You actually had to put money in this box at one point in time, and it didn't, <laughs> it didn't give people. you movies. It didn't give you movies or video games. It gave you or fucking candy. other people to talk to. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh yeah, um, and then, of course, you know, which leads to, you know, Preston and Amanda's big thing where after Amanda had told him off and he he went home and she saw the picture in the yearbook. Well, William, and out William's who he was. backstory, well, not backstory, <laughs> goddammit. William's future story ends up being oh. a big, basically becomes Bill Gates Bill and Gates. starts dating a supermodel. Right, right. So good for him. Um, but yeah, so. You know, Amanda sees his picture in the yearbook and goes, "Oh shit! I just totally shit on that guy." And she, I don't know what who calls sat his next name. to me for three straight fucking years, and I didn't know <laughs> right. who he was. 
and and doesn't call the parent calls the parents after he had already left to go to the train station. Like she could have called in the morning or that night and been like, "Hey, let me talk to him." It's like, well, actually, no. It was like what four or five in the morning. So she yeah, could have yeah. like called. She could have called a little bit, but no, she calls. But she decides to sleep in. <laughs> That's how much the letter meant to you. She calls the parents, and they're like, "Oh, he's getting on a train." So she rushes down there, and mind you, again, when she shows up there, she looks way different than what she looked like when she went to the. You party. know what I was thinking this time around? <laughs> I wasn't thinking like, "Oh my God, he's going to get to kiss Jennifer Love Hewitt." I was thinking, like, he drove himself to the train station. What kind of fucking parents do that? <laughs> to a high school kid who's never gone away. And you're just going to leave your the car there? You're just going to leave your car there for three months? You know how much that fucking costs? <laughs> like, you're, like, his parents don't like him that much. Like, his parents didn't... don't even his parents don't even like him enough to drive him to the train station. <laughs> and Amanda Beckett's going to like this kid? Well, and you would think Denise would have been there to see him off, you know, but she no. Says Denise to was him too busy with Seth Green with Kenny, yeah, with Kenny. Kenny, yeah. I'd been like, I'd been like, Kenny, I gotta, you know, this has been my best friend for years. I gotta, you know, I'm not gonna see him. Yeah, for a long or time. Kenny helped me drive him in your big fucking SUV. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure, you know. And then we'll get busy with all the sex yeah, toys I, you I, got. That was, that, was, that was one of the, I. That was what I thought this time was like. Wait a minute. He drove Where's himself? <laughs> yeah, where yeah. the fuck are your parents? Or did you take an Uber? <laughs> 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 like, nope. <laughs> it's funny because we could re- literally rewrite this movie with all the new the technology that we have today. We could right. completely rewrite this movie. Um, well, a lot of the shit did, wouldn't happen. She doesn't have to search for him. All, all she would have had to have done is go through Facebook and found him. Right, or call his phone, the cell phone. Be like, where are you? Oh, okay, I'll be right there. Don't move. Because right. everybody yeah. apparently knows who Preston is, which means everybody would have had. It sounds like Preston <laughs> was number. just as popular as Mike Dexter. <laughs> but the only person that doesn't who the only person that like everybody knows who fucking Preston is. Right. The only person who doesn't is fucking Amanda. Everybody knows who William is. You know? R- yeah, exactly. Kind of. Kind of. Um, well, that's because he just got tripped at graduation. He did valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at that idiot. Yeah, he's a valedictorian. Who gives a shit? But he's still, everybody knows who Preston is. <laughs> it's right. Except for fucking Amanda. So another thing that struck me is that so she shows up and she's like, again, she has that weird look on her face when she walks in there. And then she talks to him. And then she's like, they're like, ah, oh, this is bad timing. And then she like leaves. And he's like, yeah, bye. And then he's like standing there with his bags and he fucking drops them and then runs like a little girl after her. Like he chases her down. And I immediately thought of like, you can't do that. You can't leave your bags there unattended. Holy shit. I thought (laughs) the same thing. I'm I'm like, like, you're going to get arrested. (laughs) You're going to get arrested. They're going to think there's a bomb in there. Could you imagine if you did that in an airport? Oh, you drop your bags and you fucking start sprinting (laughs) away from your bags. You would have been arrested. You would have been tackled. You would have been so fucking tackled. That would have been so fucking funny. In the updated uh, version, he drops his bags. Just imagine your. Just imagine in real life if some if somebody did this. If somebody just walked up to the airport, dropped their bags, and fucking bolted out the door, what would you have done? Oh, you I would have fucking took I, I off. Would, oh, I would yell ev- to everybody. I'd yell, stand bomb. back, and then I'd, and then I'd, I'd yell, run after bomb. that guy. Yeah, and just fucking <laughs> run. Yeah, <laughs> I do. That's so fucking hilarious that you thought that. Because I thought the same fucking thing. I'm like, 
oh man, it'd be so funny. Like I'm, I'm trying to write this movie as I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, um, I, and I've seen this movie like 20 times, right? And I'm like, oh man, it'd be so great if somebody tackled him right now for fucking doing that right before he gets up to Amanda, just fucking yeah, clotheslines him, like Seth Rogen's the fucking cop at the train station, fucking oh, right. clotheslines him. Yeah, that'd have been awesome. And then she's like, oh no, um. But yeah, he just he just fucking leaves him there and he runs and like gives her this creepy ass look before he like kisses her. Like his eyes are like all beady and shit. Yeah, and then he like, like I, he got that look like I got candy in the minivan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, Hi little girl. He's like yeah. all excited and shit. He gives her a creepy smile and then like and then, you know, starts kissing her and shit. I'm like, Dutch didn't teach you shit on how to pick up chicks. <laughs> I wrote down I wrote down, I like, realistically, as soon as he left that station, she would have met someone else. Because <laughs> <laughs> she can't be alone. No, she would have walked out of there. The first person that talked to her, it would have been, been it. Like, it would have been, like, funny if she got with Dutch. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, when, when he was, like, it was a like creepy eyes. Like <laughs> it was a creepy, like, when he was given, um, when he was given Amanda, like, creepy eyes. I was thinking, I like, I literally thought, like, Dutch, why? What the fuck, Dutch? And I'm like, didn't you learn anything from the prostitute in the backseat? <laughs> all well, I remember. That's only, all, that's only funny if you remember <coughs> Dutch or have seen Dutch. All I remember about Dutch that made me laugh so hard was when the kid was giving him shit. So they go to the restaurant, and he's like, he's like, um, what did he say? He's like, well, at least I could pay for my own meal. And the kid's sitting right. there and he's like eating his, he's eating this huge meal and the kid's sitting there with a glass of water and he looks over at him and he goes, your water looks tasty. That <laughs> 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 just fucking kills me every time. Or your water end, sure looks I, tasty. Well, the, at the end of it, like, well, not the end of the movie, but the end of that scene, the payoff is at the end where they walk out of the diner and he's like, nothing burps better than bacon. Right after he burps in that kid's face. Yeah, awesome. right after, I'm just going to call him Preston because I don't know his name in Dutch. Um, Dutch, yeah. it's called Right Dutch. after Dutch. Well, I don't remember Pre, I don't remember Preston's name, the actor. His, I don't remember what his character's Ethan, name is in Dutch. Ethan, Ethan Embry. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't remember either. Yeah, so I'm just going to call him Preston in this movie too. So yeah. Preston's in Dutch too. But, like, he burps in his face. He's like, nothing burps better than bacon. <laughs> so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just thought, I'm like, this isn't, this is, this is the part I was talking about at the very beginning of the podcast where I'm like, this is not realistic. Because <laughs> he, he stays at the train station for quite a while, which is fine. You know, he keeps pushing it off, pushing it off, because you can just take a later one, no big deal. But I thought, shit, as soon as he's gone, it's it's done. That whole, like, romantic, like, exciting thing or whatever it was is gone because they never hooked up. All they did was kiss, and he, and yeah, he left. In the, in the future thing, they, they say they, they talk every day. and But, again, not realistic. Letters. Not realistic. Yeah, because the thing that says they wrote letters every day, and, they, and they're still together still or whatever. And I was like, bullshit, bullshit. As soon as he but, went off to college, it's over. He's, like somebody, be... somebody hands her a, a romantic post-it note, and she falls in love with that guy now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she gets Mike Dextered again. <clears throat> somebody gives her a smiley face, and she fucking loses. She it. She does. She has low self-esteem, you know. And somebody like she leaves all like, oh, that was really depressing, so cute or whatever. And this guy, it ends like, up being like her next door there. neighbor of like, ends up being <clears throat> a next door neighbor of like eighteen years, and she doesn't no, know what he looks like. It's the parking. <laughs> 
<clears throat> it's like the parking meter guy outside giving her a ticket. She's like, no. And he's like, well, you, you got to go out with me and I'll, I won't write you this ticket. And then they end up together. That's my version anyway. That can't hardly wait too. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. can't hardly wait. It's I can't much, wait. It's pretty much a Amanda Beckett's. That's why. Yeah, I can't hardly, hardly wait. wait. I can't. Boyfriend. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I literally can't wait for Preston to come back. So I got to go after another guy because this is bullshit. Like he's that's how going she. Off. That's how she ends up on Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I just merged. Can't hardly wait with Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I just imagined that she would always be like trying to find like the perfect guy or whatever, just going from one to the next, and she just ends up being a Desperate Housewife. <laughs> Either that or like celebrity rehab or some shit. <laughs> no, well, it's Amanda Beckett, not Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <You> idiot. <laughs> he just. <laughs> Why would it be a celebrity? Why would Amanda Beckett be a celebrity? We jump, jumped the shark. We jumped the shark. <laughs> oh no, it's got off the rails. Let's just, let's anyway. just see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep going. No more questions for you. For you. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, how does this thing end? Wasn't it uh, the two That's geeks it. get beamed up by the oh. alien <laughs> right. ship? Which is, I'm like, really. Do you have to like shit on this movie even more? Like, come on. That was more realistic than that guy not getting his dick wet at that party. <laughs> or getting tackled from dropping your bags. That's <laughs> <laughs> Well back then it back then nine eleven didn't happen, so All right. you didn't have that. But like <clears throat> I'm watching it today. And I'm thinking, oh, man, it was so fucking funny. Like, if they remade this movie today, I guarantee you, like, he gets tackled right before he gets to Amanda. <laughs> yeah, he gets fucking body yeah. checked. And he's, <laughs> he slams into a bunch of luggage and goes everywhere. And then, like, the whole the whole get-together ends up in an ambulance. <laughs> right, exactly. As they're carting him away, he tells her how much he loves her. <laughs> or she just, like, says, fuck you. You're an idiot. Uh, oh, or she goes. Or she goes with the security guard who tackled Preston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you like? Wow, that was amazing body check. Like, just like Dexter. Um, there is one movie that I remember now where that was unconventional. It was that was the Heartbreak Kid. Did you ever watch that with uh, Ben Stiller? The Heartbreak Kid. I think I've only seen it once. Remind me again. Well, he married. He like all his friends are getting married and he's being pressured and all that, and then finally. He meets this girl, and she's, like, just awesome. You know, it's Malin Ackerman. Uh, oh, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, and he, like, ends up with her, and they go on their honeymoon, and she's, like, awful, just gross, like, completely gross. And, like, all, all this awful stuff happens, and he's like, oh, man, I made a mistake. And while he's on his honeymoon, while she's back at the hotel, sick, like a sunburn or whatever, he meets uh, Michelle Monaghan, and, they, and he right. falls, falls for her. Right. Well, then she, like, the whole thing screws up at the end where she finds out he's married and, and it's not going to happen. So he's all bummed out. But he ends up divorcing the girl. And then, like, a year later goes by and Michelle Monaghan goes there with her family again and sees him. And they, they're, they're spark there again, like this big spark. And you're, and you're thinking, like, oh, cool, they're going to end up together or whatever. And then, like, Michelle Monaghan's walk, character walks off and this other character walks in. And I can't remember who it was. It was either... Was it Selma Hayek or something like that? Like shows up and goes, "Hi, baby," and he's like, "Hi," <laughs> like he like he went and married somebody else and then saw the other girl again, and he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> it's like, oh my god, 
So that was another one where he doesn't really end up with a girl just yet, but that's that was kind of messed up. Oh, yeah, I only saw that once. I only saw that once. Yeah, but, uh, but anyway, but yeah, this, to me, this movie, I don't know, for me, it didn't hold up. Like, it was really tedious to watch, but certain parts made me giggle. Like, I was like, oh, that's that was pretty funny. How about uh, but, the part where right before William gets drunk, he's like, nobody drink the beer. The beer has gone bad. He's <laughs> just never had fucking beer before. And he thinks it went bad. Like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? It tastes fine. Yeah, that he just, he's like, yeah, I was just, just kidding. Around I was just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love William, man. William and Kenny were my favorite. That reminds sure. me, that scene always reminded me of like Big. <coughs> When he goes to eat the caviar, and he's oh, like, can I give you a drink? Can genius. I get you? Like, he's trying to spit it out, right? Yeah. And he's like, can I get a drink or something? Can I get you a drink? He's like, can I have a milkshake or something? I'm like, <laughs> that's not what he meant. But because he's a kid, he asks for a milkshake, milkshake. to watch his mouth with. <laughs> oh, God. I love, oh, man. We're all, I love the movies that you're bringing up way more than Can't Hardly Wait. I'm like, I'm like I'd rather talk about Just Friends and, and yeah. Big. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, well, but Big's we, not a romantic comedy, though. No, no. But there's parts in it. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah. But anywho. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's our romantic uh, episode, which I don't... It's really, really not a whole lot romantic about it. <laughs> but, Unless you love Jennifer Love Hewitt so much, you don't care how right. shallow her character is. <laughs> yeah, but watch it's this a, thing. It's the perfect movie for you. Watch this movie and keep in mind, folks, of, of how many different ways this could have gone differently in today's world, you know, with technology and, you know, all this stuff that none of this stuff would have happened. Uh, but this could be, you know, it could be a movie that could be rewritten today uh, just for fun. But um, but anyway, it's it's still kind of nostalgic. I mean, it's it's 20 years old now, which is crazy. Um, and all those people are pretty famous too. just about everybody in that movie, even the cameos. So it, it's if, if anything, it's a cool movie to go back to to, to see all those people during that time. You know, like right. Like their career, all their careers like kind of blew up after that. So it was kind of interesting for that reason only. But anywho, for me, it was tedious, but it sounded like you I liked it. I still, it a little bit more. It was nostalgic for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I realized how many more issues I have with this movie as I've gotten older. <laughs> but there's still some fucking funny parts, like when they're teaching that foreign exchange student how to say fucked up shit. You know, he's like, well, that's the other thing. He's I wrote. like, would you like to touch my penis? <laughs> my penis. Yeah, because that was funny because later on that comes into play. He says, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But the the thing, you know, my again, my reviewer eyes is like, well, wait a minute. Like he's been there for a year and he doesn't know fucking English. That doesn't make any sense. Because like I because <laughs> well, I, I had well, I throw student. I throw everything out when I'm watching <laughs> yeah. a comedy, especially like, something like this. <laughs> Because like I had an exchange student and they they knew English really well by the end of the year, you know. It's like you couldn't you know, say make them say I'm a sex machine. <laughs> Why well, you say you do that in the beginning, not yeah. at the end of the you know at the end of the year at the end of the well, year. Apparently like, that kid was really stupid. That foreign, <laughs> they got a bad one. They got, got a really a, bad foreign he was exchange broken. student. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, anyway, again, that was our uh, that was our. Chew on this gets romantic with Can't Hardly Wait. 
that was episode 121 of Chew on This and Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>